there's a lot of things that you can do to put yourself in a unique situation to get deals and get leads and help people. And you just got to figure out what that is. Sometimes it's trying something, trying this, trying it, like you said, and fi- figuring out what you enjoy doing. And then and then really honing that in, learning that and, and being really good at it. Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Deal. I am your fill-in host, Brady Winder, content strategist for Carrot. Trevor Mock, our normal CarrotCast host, is somewhere on the beach with his family, sipping a martini. I don't know if he's sipping a martini, but he is on the beach on vacation. And yeah, we're welcome to Behind the Deal. Every every other Thursday, we'll go uh, with a couple of our investor friends and break down a deal in full detail where the lead came from. Uh, the negotiation, everything, and do a live Q&A. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, just go to care.com slash deal and you can catch us live every other Thursday and catch the audio afterwards. But anyways, today we got the win-win-win deal. We got Adam Mitchell and Lance out of Dallas. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for having us. And I yeah. think you meant to say Mai Tai. He's sipping on Mai Tai. A Mai Tai, that's what it is, yes. A mai tai. I'm just picturing on the, him on the beach with glass and everyone's kind of judging him with a martini glass. You know, I, think, I think it's the Mai Tai. He's got the, I don't know, maybe he's got the James Bond look going on. He's shaking yeah. that shirt on the beach. Who knows? No but, shirt, but cuffs, you know, just. No, Trevor's too healthy. He's probably doing a, he's probably doing like a non-alcoholic beer or like a hopped uh, sparkling water doing 75 hard on the beach right now. His family. That's something Adam would do. That's our, 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 the best leaders are that discipline. So. Uh, Absolutely. I did wear my puffy jacket today, even though it's a little hot at this point of the day, because I thought, I thought Trevor would be in a puffy jacket. So. <laughs> well, I, I even wore my puffy jacket just to try and fill Trevor's shoes here. Um, What's new with you guys this week? What's going on? Well, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're coming back off a little vacation, a little R and R in Montana that we always, uh, try to get up to around the holidays. And so we are back at it and, uh, things are, things are good with single family. We got flips going and wholesale deals going and we're working on closing our first multifamily deal. I was telling Braden a little bit ago that we, um, we have an we have a multifamily site on Carrot. I don't know if you guys have ever even looked at it, but it's apartmentbuyingguys.com. And it man, it's working out great. We got seven we leads, man. The last week, man. So it's, yeah. things are good. Things are real good. So is this yeah, a we, national we, or a local thing you guys are doing? It's uh it's just our personal site that we're using. Instead of, you know, setting up a site somewhere else, we just said, let's just put it on Carrot and you know, it's pretty basic, but it, it does what we need it to do. And that's sort of getting people from our, you know, our uh, our uh, social media accounts to our investor portal to be able to invest in deals on the multifamily side. So we're trying to keep it all in the family and all with carrot. So that's uh, that's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool to see some actual leads come through that. Hmm. And and since it's a different market, right? Like we're, we're targeting investors, you know, investors have no problem filling out the information. It's not quite as difficult as a a motivated seller. And so, you know, we, we've ran, uh, we're doing four nightly, uh, syndication, uh, presentations at 8 PM central. And I, I, uh, I think Tuesday we had like seven people reach out and two of those people I called 30 minutes before the presentation had them and, and had them on the call. So, um, yeah, we're, we're converting, we're converting, uh, uh, 
syndication leads even with you guys. So that's awesome to hear. I've got some questions on that. We'll pull up the website later because it's a really good looking website uh, for finding buyers. And I've got some questions on how you guys do those presentations. So we'll dig into that a little bit after we roll the video. But uh, before sure. we roll the video, tell me a little bit about this win-win-win deal. Um, I know the video is going to cover most of it, but why is this deal special to you guys? Why do you want to share it? Go ahead, Lance. You tell. Yeah, uh, yeah. The thing that's so cool is we've 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 done this business long enough to where in every scenario we've helped someone, right? Like you know, usually it's just you know this one we really helped the motivated seller who uh, was uh, going through a divorce, or on this one we helped the lady who was going through a probate deal. But everything's kind of singular in nature. Like yeah, you're helping one person in this scenario, and then the backside of it, or or the you know, the backside of it was just a normal transaction, right? But we helped this one person out. And this one, we helped like four different sides of the transaction. We we were able to help a motivated seller. We were able to help a personal friend who was looking for this exact type of property. We were able to help our main contractor who, who helps manage our multiple flips. Um, uh, and then and then the, the fourth side of it was, this is a beautiful area of town. And this was the only mobile home on a, home, on a street of like, of like six, ranchettes that all had beautiful single family brick properties on them. And so as I knocked on the doors to introduce myself, right when we acquired the property, everyone's like, please help me get rid of this mobile home on our street. You know, because, <laughs> you know, there's a three quarter of a million dollar properties. And this was this was the, the mobile home was not right. And so so there's like four different ways we helped um, helped, you know, everyone on one transaction. So that was that's that's the thing that we'll always remember about this one. That's amazing. Well, shoot, let's roll the video. And uh, if you guys have any questions, put it in the chat and we'll break it all down. Any questions for uh, Adam or Lance, uh, we'll answer them, but let's check it out. Hey guys, Adam and Lance here with the Home Buying Guys. And we want to discuss a new behind the deal here. We're going to call this house the win-win-win house. I think every deal we've ever done, in our opinion, is a win-win-win deal, but... Maybe a win-win. This is a win-win-win. Okay, we got the three-win deal. Love it. <laughs> Seller, go to our Carrot website fills out both steps. Uh, she let me know what she owes on the property, um, how old it was. She just bought it seven years ago. And so, you know, it's one of those deals she can only meet Saturday night. So a date night turned into the wifey and I going up to Van Alstine, Texas to look at this two acre property that had two shops on it and a 3-2, 1,700-square-foot manufactured home, 70s model mm. manufactured home. They basically let, let the thing rot from the from the top down. Uh, and so they couldn't live there. They, grandma is now gone, but she owes 97 grand on it. This was an SEO lead, so it literally came in to our Carrot website. They filled out both forms. Um, you know, we put a lot of work on the back end for, to, to generate those SEO leads. So as soon as we get them, they are all over them. You know, when we see them fill out both forms and they provide all that information, that's you know, that's basically money on the table right there. You just got to figure out a way to close it. So to knock out the first win is we started with what she owed. I, I, I was as a young girl who tried to do something really good for her grandmother, early 30s. She owed 97. I said, cool, let's ink 97. Give me a 30 day option and a 60 day close, which is about double than what we normally do. And I'm going to try to help you out. You then reached out to our uh, our investor network. This is the second win. Second win. We package this deal as a land deal and the mobile home is just gravy on top. You want to keep it. Otherwise, you know, figure on getting it torn down and taken off the land. But she came to us and said, guys, I really like this area. I want to look at buying this. We took her out there. She said, yes, I want this. Uh, we put that together and sold that property to her. Uh, she was planning on tearing down that mobile home. And so we, we were planning on that. And I said, before you decide to tear that down, let me reach out to our contractor. And he goes out there and looks at it. 
and uh, and basically says, guys, I want this mobile home. I will haul it off, and I'll take care of everything. Third so, win. That's the third win. So we basically sa saved our investor five grand from having to tear the mobile home down, and then our our main contractor, who we use day in and day out, got a a mobile home that he hauled off and took it to a piece of land that he is developing to now have an 1800 square foot home on their property. We were able to move it at a great, great profit. We, we really do try to help everybody in these situations and this one was fantastic. If we want to throw a fourth one out there, this is something that, that, that me and Lucian did. Um, you know, right when we got the property, the first thing I wanted to do was to establish credibility with the neighbors. So the first thing I did is I went and knocked on all the neighbors' doors, hoping they would buy the property. I was able to exchange phone numbers and this was, being a, this was a rural, rural community. So over the 60 month, uh, 60 days we were there, um, you know, I had them, they, they were, we were paying them to mobile one. Uh, they were texting me like, hey, you're gonna get this junky uh, mobile home out of here. Long story short, they're all texting me the day we, the, the day that thing got hauled off. They're like, I can't believe you did it. You actually did what you said you're gonna do. They all follow us on Facebook now. And and uh, yeah, just just the home buying guys out in a community trying to, trying to do the right thing. But home buying guys out. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, that's good. That's a win-win, win-win-win-win deal. Well, the the only loss of that video was I I had to drive. We talked about Montana. I had to drive thirty hours from Montana back to Dallas, and I got in town at two that morning, and then we shot that video. And dude, I didn't realize I've got man, that's a face I was wearing that day. So man, I didn't realize how how taxing that drive was on me. But I'm glad that video lives forever. That's great. Not that it's guys... much better today. No, the fact that you guys got that video and are here and alive and well is, is a miracle. I know y'all were traveling a, a, a crap ton over the last yeah. few weeks. So, um, yeah, so awesome. let's let's break this down. So I got a couple questions kind of on the marketing and the follow-up. Mm -hmm. And then I want to dive into the buyer's side because we've, we've gotten some feedback from viewers, from listeners, and uh, they want to know where you find cash buyers. And so you guys, this will be a great conversation around that. But this was an SEO lead. Do you know... Uh, and if not, it's okay. But do you know what phrase they were searching for by chance? Not, not specifically. Yeah. You know, and I, I would love one day, you know, one of the things that our takeaways at carrot cam was I've, I've got to get Lucian and Matt up here. I want them to feel the juice of, of carrot, but uh, you know, and we're, we get to sit on the pedestal of their hard work a lot now. Uh, and Matt has been a rock star. So Matt is our disposition manager and Matt is one of those guys. He he's up late and he hits Facebook forums and he, he, you know, if someone's dropping a deal, whether it's our deal or not, you know, someone, someone has dropped your info if you're interested in this 2-1 duplex in South Dallas, right? Well, 30 emails will be dropped in the comments there. You know, Matt's the type of guy who'll spend the time to do that. Um, mm -hmm. That's 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 kind of the, the, the cold calling way, the hard, the grind way of getting buyers. The second side is, and it's, it's kind of a chicken and egg thing, is nothing brings buyers more than deals, right? So it really took us some time to get that number off the uh, – you know, out, around a hundred, around two hundred, until we started having multiple deals a month. Right, uh, we're we're launching a deal tonight in in San Antonio, and right now that San Antonio list, that's a market we just launched September one. It's only around like a hundred and ten, um, and so we expect to grow that exponentially with this deal. It's the numbers are great, like sixty percent ARV and uh, good comps. So you know that two things. You know, it, if you can go anywhere. You know, Facebook forums really are big with cash buyers. Uh, you know, they're putting that info out there, capture it and two deals, 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 you know. So I know there's a million Facebook groups. I mean, for any niche or topic, there's a million of them. How many, about how many groups and how many comments 
or are you guys having to go out and post in to find a buyer? It, it, for us in Dallas-Fort Worth, it seems to be like three of them, you know, um, and, and I think every market's a little bit differently. And, and as you look past the other markets we're in, I don't know much about OKC and, and what our team's doing there in San Antonio and, and now Houston and Austin. But uh, but I do know there's there's a lot, but you can kind of tell by the number of members. There's kind of a couple everyone gravitates gravitates to. So look at look at the number of members. Look at how recent your uh, the posts are. You know, if they're, if, they're, if the most recent post is a week old, that's not a good group. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the good investor group, uh, private groups in uh, in your market are posting by the minute, by the minute. So step one, go to Facebook, search real estate. What would, would you search? Real estate investor groups, Dallas, Fort yep. Worth. RIA, DFW RIA, DFW Real Estate Network. You know, um, you know I did a, the same thing. Go ahead. There's a wholesale group probably in every city. That's a good one. You know, people yep. looking for those types of deals. So, uh, yeah, any, any of those terms and they'll, they'll start to pop up. You know, there's like Lance said, there's probably three or four five really really big ones that are very, very active. And then there's going to be a bunch of others that are not so much. And yeah, those, those big ones are, are, are critical to uh, just developing that list. And, so, I, and the third, the third one, and we learned this at carrot, we were really inspired by some of the other members there is we're really stepping our, our meetup game. Right. And so, you know, when we do have things going on in the community, whether it's uh, 10 deals or one deal or 10 flips or one flip, we're, we're making sure we're doing uh, physical meetups to kind of capture, uh, bring some value there. And then we're also doing virtual meetups. You know, we have, you know, you, uh, no matter where you're at in the stage of your wholesaling business or your real estate business, you do have something to offer the market. And so think about what that is. Think about what you're comfortable talking about, what you like getting questions on, do a virtual meetup, um, you know, and, and, and we're really growing exponentially now that we're starting that. And that was, at the, at, that's something we were, we left carrot camp feeling inspired by. It's not something we had done a good job at. And now we've got uh, our whole first quarter of, of, of virtual meetups plan. We got our a physical meetup scheduled. So um, yep. Meetup is a good one. So that's interesting because I think a lot of people would look at a meetup and think like, oh, that's going to suck away my time. Like, I don't want to give, you know, time back to talking to people or whatever. But, you know, you're looking at it as as an opportunity and you're building your buyers list. So when you guys are holding these meetups, when you're talking about them, when you're marketing them to people, you're posting on Facebook, hey, we're having a meetup. Are you marketing and speaking to the newbie who wants to get into real estate investing or uh, so an investor, a buyer, or somewhere in between? Really, it's all of the above, Brady. I mean, we want everybody to come out. We want to know everybody and, 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 and vice versa. We want everybody to know us, right? So whether you're a newbie that's trying to learn something uh, or you're a – the last one, we had a couple of cash buyers that we hadn't met come out to the last one. Um, we had a couple of vendors come out. So we really want everybody to come out. And it's, it's a good way for all of us to learn together, network together. And, you know, selfishly, we had somebody go, hey, if I brought you guys a deal, would y'all did JV that deal with me? 100%. 100%. And one oh, thing good. we like to end every meetup with, and uh, this is this is something I've learned from Adam before we even had a business. This is, is something. Is he, get a care website? That's what you end up every meetup yeah. with? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, especially now that we have the, uh, what are the links, Adam? I'm drawing a blank on our words. What is it with... Uh, what is the, uh, well, I don't know what you, mean. What? you know, where we refer people to carrot. What is that? Link? Oh, the affiliate links? Affiliate. Affiliate. Yeah. We got our vanity affiliate link. Yeah. yeah so we are right. all about it. But before yeah. we even had a business, you know, Adam and I, we've been friends for a long time and, but, and Adam would do this, uh, but he now, now we do it now that we do have a business is we always end every meetup with how can we help your business? 
you know, is it Legion? Are you are you nervous about cold calling? Are you struggling getting deals to, you know, you're getting appointments, but they never turn out? Like, what can we do? Or, you know, are you a barber? And, and you know, like, well, we don't care what business, you know, we, we want to help enough people get what they want in life. So in return, we can get what we want. And you know, that's a quote by Zig Ziglar. And that's a, a big thing of ours. But man, if you, if you are, if, if, if that mindset uh, gets in your way, you might be in the wrong space. Like, honestly, like you should be proud to every, every, there's, there's nothing that's a waste of time when you're passionate about it in, in our opinion. Yeah. I love that. I love the way you guys do meetups because um, I'm not going to make a stereotype and say everybody does meetups the same way, but there are a lot of, you know, a lot of local events and meetups where you go expecting a pitch. I think people are just used to showing up so, to a local event and expecting the pitch. What am I going to be sold? I don't know what to expect. It's going to be weird, but you guys are approaching it less as a pitch and what am I going to teach and more of just, just a party like, Hey, let's connect. Let's see how we can serve each other and hang out. Get to know each other. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's for the most part, so far, all of our meetups that have been live have been at a property that we currently own and then we are working on. So oh. sometimes we'll do one that, you know, when they're, when they're done and they're about to be listed or we just listed it. Um, the last one we did, it was literally about three weeks into construction. So the place is a wreck. Um, but that kind of gave everybody an opportunity to see what that house looks like opened up, you know, with the walls opened up and the panel electrical panel opened up and, you know, what it means to actually change all this stuff and fix these things. And then we're going to have our next live meetup at that property and the thing's going to be done. So if those people come back, you're going to see, you know, beginning, now you're going to see the end. We'll talk about what, what all took place in between. And, um, man, it's eye opening. It's really cool to see, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I always, and passionate about the construction side of things and showing people that. And some guys come in there and they're going, what is this? And what are this? And they're like a, my little two-year-old who asks a thousand questions a day. And it, it gives me energy showing people, you know, this is why we do this. This is why you would want to do this or not. And here's why you want to fix this up here. And that, that, that's fun for me. So we, we, we enjoy giving people, you know, that kind of knowledge and, and that opportunity to see things like that before maybe even you're doing your first deal so that, you know, maybe you avoid some of those mistakes. Hmm. That's awesome. I love how you guys hosted at the house. I, I would totally go to that. I wouldn't go to one at a, you know, at a corporate event center and I might not even go to one at a bar, but if it were at a house being flipped, I would totally go check that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there anywhere else you guys are looking for buyers besides Facebook groups? Um, you're doing the meetups. Well, we get the website. We touched on the website. Mm-hmm. That's really it for now. I mean, it, that has been such an organically growing um, process that really Facebook and then, you know, just the website itself. And we're, we're, we really haven't put much SEO work behind our cash buyer site. We're starting to this year. Um, but between those two things, you know, I mean, I think our buyers list is probably close to 600. And it, I, I think that's fairly small for yeah. compared to some guys. But it's still 600, and there's there are active buyers that that uh, we have not had any trouble, you know, funneling deals to. So um, those are the two best places to start. Uh, if anybody else has another great idea to add to to tell us where to add some, let us know because we would we would take that info. So let's. I'm going to share your. Uh, I'm going to share your website. 
quick. If you're listening to the podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel or uh, just go to care.com slash deal and you can see the, the video, what we're looking at. So you guys have apartmentbuyingguys.com. You got a nice little logo. You guys are crushing it with your branding too. This is like, it's not cheesy. It's not cheap, but it's, it's just kind of friendly, personable. The little characters actually look like you guys, which that often doesn't happen. Um, this looks really good. You got properties tab, our company, uh, investing in real estate with your IRA testimonials. I like this. This is really clean. Uh, nice big green call to action button. Sign me up to join our investor list. Little about here. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys got to work in that nonprofit we were talking about in the last behind the deal episode. You got to put your uh, put your charity, your impact here. Yeah, we need to put on that. We have it on the home buying guys main main single family site now. So we took your advice last time and that is there now, but we don't have it just yet. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, Who are the apartment buying guys? You got a couple of listings here uh, or not listings, uh, investment properties, Mm -hmm. details. Yeah, this looks really good. Investors tab. It's, it's my job to do this, uh, Brady. So I've got to say it. We're, we're, we're raising money for, we've got 88 units in Oklahoma City. We've got 127 units in Dallas. If you're interested, please reach out to Lance at homebuyingguys.com. That's awesome. Brady, if, yeah, go you, yeah, go to, yeah, let's show that one as well. Cause that's, that's, that's his baby. You, 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 just showed, you just showed the stepchild. He wants to see, he wants to see the baby. <laughs> this, is, this is five years almost, or three years right here yeah. and daily upgrades and updates and Lance, mm-hmm. have you seen the website? No, let me go check it. Yeah. This it is beautiful. Awesome. And is this, uh, is this a standard carrot site out of the box? You guys have made tweaks to, or did you go through a concierge program at all? Yeah. The, the concierge program developed this one for us. Yeah. This looks really, really good. You can get, you can get a really good looking website. The concierge, uh, you know, having it be hands off takes it to a whole nother level. You know, I'm not a designer. You guys aren't designers. Um, just kind of dress it up a little bit more. I like this big, big fat, get my fair cash offer button. Is that working for you guys? Yeah, it's working great. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody watching this, if you're new to wholesaling or investing and you're, you're trying to, to generate leads, you know, as soon as you do your first deal, you know, just funnel a couple two or three, four thousand $4,000 away and get a site built. It makes all the difference in the world. I mean, it, it probably took us a year to build the first site by hand. And then we immediately tore it down and started over because there's just a lot of technical things you don't know because you just don't know them. And if you can, if you can eliminate those, those mistakes and those, uh, issues up front, you're going to be much further ahead. So if, if I were teaching you, I would say, as soon as you cash your first check, put $3,000 in the bank and have uh, carrot specifically build you a website so that you can generate really, really good leads. Yep. Mm. That's yep. good advice. This website's looking really good. I love how you took the advice of getting your, um, the home buying guys foundation on here. You know, it's yep. kind of funny cause you know, one of the things that you need to do as an investor, you know, people aren't aware of like, what is this? We buy houses for cash thing. Is this real? Is this legit? And so your website, your videos have to, your content has to do a good job of answering those questions and informing people. And so you guys do that. And there was a section here on your website where it says, uh, Oh, I can't, Oh, are the home buying guys credible? And you do a good job of answering that. But honestly, by the time you get to the bottom of the page and you see a a photo of you guys at the, you know, at the food pantry, like 
volunteering. I mean, that, that kind of answers the question for you. It's like, these guys are in the community helping out. That's about as credible as it gets. Mm-hmm. For sure. And one thing you might with uh, moving that up, we got that at the bottom. We're toying with, you know, maybe sliding that up uh, here soon, but we're, we're just kind of letting that filter out, filter through right now at the bottom of the page. So we'll, we'll see. It's probably going to get a spot up higher on the page at some point, but I'm not quite ready to, to really do anything drastic on that site. Yeah. <laughs> no. So well, so. If it's working. You know, one thing, is, one thing that I think I can add some, 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 um, uh, insight here. So, uh, you know, Adam, uh, part of our partnership, Adam is so ingrained with that website. He knows it front, back, HTML, to uh, all of it. I don't go there often. I don't. I mean, I, I receive the leads. I, you know, he asked my feedback on, hey, how does this look? You know, but maybe, maybe, you know, once a week I check out the website and maybe once a month we and him will actually discuss something he's moving or not. Right. So I'm not, not that plugged in, but one of the things that's really cool on the acquisition side, right, is, is I, I'm able to have ideas of, of how to get, how, how can I make like, like we'll get a lead and I'll be like, man, that's, that guy was wasting my time or that wasn't that good or that wasn't. And I'll be like, man, can we do this? Right. And so I'll call Adam and, you know, around in Dallas is such a competitive market. Um, it's probably when there's probably five other markets like it and these top five markets in the country are just crazy. Right. And so we get as many and um, other wholesalers trying to sell their deals through our website as we do motivated sellers, right? It's almost a 50, 50 split. And it's, it's kind of tough weeding through it because a wholesaler that's trying to move a deal that way usually has it at, a, at an awful price. Right. And so it's something, it can be laborious and a waste of time. So I asked him, I, I said, I don't, is there a way we can have a click button? It says, you know, homeowner or investor, you know, I want to know, are you, do you own this property that you're call, you're inquiring about or are you an investor? Just so we can kind of understand what, what that call is about to look like. Right. Also, so I can, um, I can, um, you know, maybe have our lead manager make that call instead of me stopping down everything I'm doing to immediately call a motivated seller. Right. A homeowner is a little bit different than an investor. So, yeah. but the, the, what my point is, is Adam's like, you know what, let's look at it. I mean, and he'll throw it up. He'll be like, can you pull over and look at this real quick? And then we're, we're immediately making that change. And he's, okay, we added that, but it pushed this up. Uh, we want to make sure we don't put too much on this form. You know, we want it to be clean, concise. We don't want it to take away from, you know, if a laborious form, people look over, right? They, 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 they back out. So, but man, it's so cool on the acquisition side to have ideas like that. And for him to be able to immediately implement it. And so far we're getting people interacting with that button. We know if a homeowner or an investor is reaching out to us about that property. So just that, that's really cool. I mean, to, to, as an acquisition guy, you know, it is. And it's not because I know HTML or code whatsoever. It's just because the carrot platform is easy. And, you know, I've spent obviously probably a lot of time just playing around in it, learning it. And with, when the changes come through, I kind of, you know, I'm on top of that, but you know, overall, it's easy to work with. And so we can go in there real easy and make those quick changes. You know, I don't have to call care and say, hey, can you guys make this change? And then it takes them a week and then it comes back and we don't like it. So we're doing more. Most, you know, I would say 90 percent of those changes we can do on our own. And it's it's very easy. So uh, that's good to hear. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Francisco, Francisco, props to you, man. You've been showing up to all these behind the deal live streams. Francisco says, are you guys doing your own SEO? What, what's your journey look like? SEO from the beginning. 
Yeah, so it it has changed a lot, Francisco. So we we did do it on our own to begin with, and I'm I'm kind of the the type that needs to learn something at least somewhat before I'm ready to hand it off. And so I got we did it myself for a year, year and a half maybe. Um, built our first website, you know, tried to do backlinks, tried to do citations, um, tried to write articles, tried to do all the stuff, and. Uh, and then again, you know, after we closed a few deals, we looked at outsourcing it. And so we outsourced it to a couple companies. Um, and, um, you know, you just have to pay attention to what's going on. And we eventually, you know, ran its course doing, go, go in that direction. And at some point you just have to know, okay, you know, this may, this is not going to be a, uh, a forever type relationship, even if you're hiring out the SEO. And so as long as you're on top of things, you can pivot. So today we have a full-time SEO guy that uh, has a team that uh, basically has, you know, the direction for me on what I want um, the websites to look like. We have three seller focused sites up now. Um, and we've got, you know, obviously the cash buyer site and then a new multifamily site all with carry. But he kind of has a directive for me of what I want it to look like and what I want things to be done. And then he puts in the work. And um, and then we have uh, Lance's wife does all of our graphic design. So the three of us work together um, to continue to push that SEO work. And uh, and like, like Lance said, it's it's a full time thing. You know, so if you are thinking about getting into SEO work and you want to develop SEO leads, it's not a once and done deal. It's a it's you're putting work into that every single week, some form, some fashion, whether you're changing something, adding some content, you know, adding a video, whatever it is, you've got to keep uh, adding new content so that you can stay ahead of not only Google and not only the competitors, but just with the changes in the market. And so you, you've got to kind of uh, focus on all, all those things at the same time. So, Well, and the changes to word. SEO, like changes to the Google algorithm. It's not just what's happening in the market and real estate. We've got to keep up with the tech changes as well, if, if, you're, if you're deciding you want to do it all yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, I, I like sort of, I, I like building those things. I like seeing the changes. I don't necessarily need to be the one doing it every day, but I like seeing, you know, if the, the final product and I like seeing these leads come across and then Lance close a deal. That is extremely uh, addicting to see all those things work together. And, and at the end of the day, again, we're, you know, we're here to help people um, sell their house. So uh, Adam, let me ask you a question because not everyone like myself is, is an Adam Mitchell, right? I, I if, if I was, if I was wanting to do this business by myself, I couldn't do what you do. I'm not willing to put in that time. I don't need to know how something's work works before I pay for someone else to do it. That's not my personality. Right. Sure. What would you do if you were me with your SEO? Well, you can't go anywhere, but if it was somebody else <laughs> asking this question, I would say, hire it out. You don't have to be perfect at SEO. You don't, you don't even have to know anything about it. All you need to know is, Hey, you need to pick the direction you want to go. And if you're not good at, at putting those pieces together, find somebody that is either it's a partner or a vendor like carrot or somebody else that can actually do the SEO work for you. You know, nobody is good at everything. 
I mean, I personally, you know, I don't necessarily have to go talk to homeowners every day. That does not necessarily give me energy. That's what Lance does, right? You know, what gives me energy is building these systems and building the the website so that we can go help a ton of people. That's what gives me energy. So, you know, whatever you're good at, whatever you enjoy doing, do that and be the best at that. And then find somebody else to do the rest. And that that comes straight from from Trevor and several other, you know, mentors. But that's exactly what you do. That's great advice. It's it's great advice to, you know, I mean, it's just general life advice, but to go out and try lots of things, you know, tinker with this. Like, I don't know if I like SEO. It might be miserable. It might be a heck of a lot of fun, but just tinker with it for a little bit and maybe understand it enough to feel comfortable passing it off or at least find someone that you trust you can pass it off to. Um, You know, we have Keith Sant. Keith Sant has been on past Behind the Deal episodes. He's a care member, a care camper. Um, Keith Sant loves SEO. I mean, he will nerd out. I I asked Keith Sant one time. We were at Care Camp. I said, I said, what's your what's your favorite type of bar? Like, what's your like you dive bar? This fancy bar? He's like, he's like, I don't know. I'm not really a bar guy. I'm more of like a stay up till two a.m. and work on my SEO kind of guy. <laughs> so you have that end of the Love spectrum. That. Keith so loves good, it. though. But oh, to man. know that about yourself is so powerful. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, wow, that's really cool. And to that's know great. what gives you energy and and it's paying off for him. Um, but it's just yeah. it's different for everybody. And he, sure. you know, same thing for other investors. They'll, you know, try the acquisition side, try the disposition side. Maybe they don't enjoy it. Don't feel like you have to put yourself in a box or go down this one specific path just because you heard mm-hmm. some other investor agent say, oh, this is what I did. Follow me. You know, it doesn't have to look the same way. J- just for context for newer investors, how sorry, how long have you guys been at it? Because you're, you're here, like you got you got some stuff figured out. Your website's working really well. Multiple websites, yeah. you got a foundation. But how long did that take? Yeah, we're going on year six. So this will be this is year six right now. And let me, let me mention one thing, Brady, just to just to kind of hammer that point home a second ago. But we had a guy come to us. A, uh, it's probably been two years ago and um just he had just picked up a carrot website his name's scott johnson out of uh out of the carolinas area pit home buyers and he's going man what do i do how do i do seo i i know nothing and so we we basically sent him down a path and you know i said if if that market is competitive like it is and like we discussed I said why don't you learn how to do video uh content and two years later now, this dude is knocking out video content like crazy. He's doing deals. Um, he's hired a videographer. And um, I, I just recently looked at his Instagram. He's got like 600 followers on it now and just pumping out a ton of content that's producing leads and deals for him. And, you know, he's realized that he he really enjoys doing video. You know, he didn't even know that about himself until he tried it. And then he goes, man, I just I can't thank you for for just you know, making that point and just showing me a way to do it. And he goes, I I can't believe how much I enjoy doing this. And the dude just loves doing video now. And you watch him and you see the progression, like the first few he did, or, you know, they're always not that great. Same with me. And uh, you see the ones now and he's super comfortable. He's got really good content and um, just a, a really cool progression. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to, um, to, 
put yourself in a unique situation to get deals and get leads and help people. And you just got to figure out what that is. And, Hmm. and sometimes it's trying something, trying this, trying it, like you said, and figuring out what you enjoy doing. And then, and then really honing that in, learning that and and being really good at it. Yeah. Well, I got a shameless plug here and then a couple other questions kind of about the deal. But if that is you, if you're, if you happen to be interested in video, go to kara.com slash video. Uh, a couple of our members who are the same thing, what you said, really good at video, just crushing it. We sat down with them to create a, a guide of 52 ideas for video. So if you want to, if, if doing video gives you energy, but you don't know what to say in front of the camera, what to talk about, like That's what's going to get resource. these coming Oh, 52 ideas. So like, I mean, ideas to attract sellers and buyers. I mean, that's an idea a week for the whole year was the idea. And um, we talk a little bit about how to get over your fear of being on camera. We got some scripts in there so you can do it by yourself or with your business partner. Uh, we try to make it as easy as possible so people can get started with video. It's totally free. Just go to care.com slash video. There's an agent version and an investor version. So you can take both. Mm-hmm. Um, so check that out. Uh, but yeah, back to the back to the deal real quick and then we'll we'll sort of wrap it up. Um, one of the things I was curious about is are, are you guys always knocking on neighbors' doors? No, I saw with this property just because it was mobile home. It it was mobile home, more rural. I mean, I I pulled up there and you got like, you know, it's every property was like five, 10 acres, you know, so not, not many traffic down that street. Right. Um, so everyone's kind of peeking their head around like, Oh, what you doing here? And, you know, and there's one side of the property had like a driveway easement and, uh, I, I don't know what y'all know about Texas, but you've seen what you've seen on TV is is half true when you get to the country. And oh, so I lived I wasn't, in Texas. I, it, it's not a surprise. I'm going to meet you with a gun at the driveway. Yeah, I wasn't going down. I don't. I wasn't going down that driveway. You know, and so I'm I'm knocking from uh, 500 yards away on imaginary door. You know, um, but but no, it, I, it's one of those deals where any one of those adjacent properties could have taken on the the place and made their place bigger, better. The shops were really cool. And that's, you know, they are on slabs with electrical already ran to them. So that's, that's something any landowner loves, right? More place to do things and put stuff and shops. And so, um, no, not something we do too often. Um, we, we, we have been doing that on the retail side. Um, you know, our home buying guys, realtors will let folks know, Hey, we just listed and sold this bad boy down the street. You need anything? Let us know. But that's not something on the wholesale side of our business. We do too often. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminds me of, uh, one of our customers, uh, Tang Win. he's actually, do you know Tang? He's in your market. Yeah, I do. Tang yeah. Win, the odd brothers there in Dallas. Um, we had them on the care cast on the podcast a while back and, and they were talking about, they'll do door hangers with their, you know, their little characters on them and say, Hey, the, the odd brothers, we were in your neighborhood. Just let you know, we, you know, we buy and sell houses, uh, cool. just kind of getting to know the neighbors and just making it, making it more normal instead of just Absolutely. like, coming in, leaving and having people be like, yeah. oh, what are these, what are these guys doing? Just driving around all sketchy. Like, absolutely. Yeah. As we grow and have more resources, I, I, that's not a bad strategy at all. That's just, I, I just truthfully answer where do we don't do a lot of that. Start leaving fruit baskets, man. We've been having an issue with appliances getting stolen. So we don't want anyone to know anything is going on at that house right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing yeah. inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so with, uh, with this property, she owed, she owed 97 K on it and you bought this knowing you could get, um, you know, you're probably going to sell it for the land. Did you know a minimum of what you could get? out of it going into it or was it kind of a risky deal it, it was risky for us because it, it 
with land, you know, you, you know, comps are comps are comps, right? You know, mm-hmm. a single family, it's easy, right? You find the neighborhood, everyone has the same, same size lot. Usually they're built in groups the same year of production. And then, so you're just looking at, at specs and square, you know, with land, it's different, you know, a mobile home uh, could sell for 30 grand, uh, but a mobile home on five acres is 350 grand, right? And so how much of that is the land? How much of that is the condition of the mobile home? I mean, mobile homes, you know, you, you mentioned Tang. Tang's in a ton of mobile homes right now. There's a big wave of that going on. Um, and so we knew there was value there, um, but we didn't know for how much, you know? And so basically I just was very transparent with her. Like, look, I, I cannot comp this thing. You know, I was like, I'm looking, uh, I'm standing out, looking over the horizon. This looks to be like the highest point of Van Austin, Texas. It's a gorgeous view. I mean, you can see 50 miles the other, every direction. I'm like, I, you know, I see what this thing could be, but I need someone else to see what this could be. You know, I, as a wholesaler, here's how the process works. We're going to pitch this to our cash buyer list. And um, that's a that's a part of the scenario not, not a lot of wholesalers do. Everyone acts like they're showing up with their own cash and they're going to close on it. And mm-hmm. and you can do that a couple of times. But the one time you get burned doing that, you you and, and you've let a seller down, you'll never do that again. And so we when we're wholesaling a deal, we we tell everyone now, not the contract sign. Here's what it looks like. You know, we we're going to use our option period to get our buyers in here. I would like I'm going to need access. And in that amount of time, uh, when, when you know, when or if someone bites, you know, um, at that point, we'll be moving forward. So, um, you know, we try to really set that expectation. So don't don't go to Olive Garden tonight. Let's let the let's get through the option period and then you can celebrate, you know, and uh, and she can she was completely cool with that. But it was because I was working for what she owed backwards not from what I thought I could get this thing for. Right. You know, I didn't waste a dime, one second talking about what I thought I should get it for. Let's just try Let's just work on getting you out of here. What do you need to walk away? She's like, I just want to not owe anything. Great. Let's start at that number. Yeah. You know, so that's awesome. I, I love how you mentioned that what you guys do going in as wholesalers. I'm going to give the audience, give the listeners a little sneak peek here. Adam and I, or Adam and Lance and I were chatting this week about, uh, the ethics of wholesaling and the questions and the issues that come up around wholesaling and the different ways that people can approach it. Um, I'm going to be a little bit cryptic here because I can't spill the beans yet, but we're going to have uh, some sort of thing, uh, content event coming up in the future. And Adam and Lance are going to be discussing the ethics of wholesaling and people are going to have a chance to ask questions live. So all I can say is keep an eye on in your inbox and don't delete emails fun. that come from Carrot. So it's going to be a heck of a lot of a fun, a heck of a lot of a fun. It's yeah. going to be a lot of fun uh, <laughs> around the ethics of wholesaling. So I'm really excited for that. Um, any, if any, let's see if we have any questions. Are there any parts of the business that are not profitable? For example, the small day-to-day things, what makes a difference? I'd imagine if you knew, you'd probably stop doing them right now. Maybe you do know. <laughs> That's a glaring, you shine a light on it for me because PPC for us is just a, just a money suck right now. We just cannot mm-hmm. figure out PPC, but you know, that's with certain, certain people like myself trying to figure it out. And, um, you know, we feel like we can get that, we can get it done. So I keep beating my head against the wall, but we are going to figure it out this year. One of my goals this year is to figure out how to be successful with PPC leads. And so, mm-hmm. You know, instead of trying to do it myself, I called Brendan from Carrot and said, help me, please. What can we do? And he is, he's probably looking at it right now, trying to figure out (laughs) how to improve what we're doing. So, yeah, Yeah. I mean, there, you know, yeah, we, we're always testing something, you know, trying something on a very small scale to see if, you know, maybe we pivot a little bit in terms of, usually it's with generating leads. Um, 
And, you know, there are times where we just say, you know, pull the plug. It's not working. Um, mm -hmm. After we've trialed or tested something long enough, if it just doesn't seem like it fits with what we want to do and, and, um, and the cost doesn't make sense, then we'll cut it out. And, you know, there, there are things like that that you just have to, you have to be willing to pull the cord on. And there's other things that you got to be willing to just uh, stay the course. And, you know, for, for example, with us, SEO, Facebook marketing, we stay the course. It doesn't matter if we have a bad week, a bad month, we stay the course. We just keep doing what we're doing. And we know that, that things are going to pay off. But, you know, like for us, a good example is we, we attempted to do some cold calling last year. It just doesn't work for us. You know, yeah. the, it just doesn't work. So we, we cut that out and we, we may never do that again. I won't say, I shouldn't say never, but we're not going to do it anytime in the future. So, and we know, yeah. and we have personal friends that are killing it cold calling. Mm -hmm. It just hasn't worked for us. And, and we've, you know, we've had to, we, we had to pivot from there and uh, we're okay with that though. You know, the, just, go the big thing with that is, you know, you, we, we look at, I look at the numbers very, very often. Right. And so if we're looking at the numbers and, you know, you see for two, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks in a row that something is not working or something is broken, then you either got to fix that or get rid of it. And so the, the key there is you're just looking at, you know, the results and the numbers on something. and You're not just emotionally staying or trying to be attached or make a decision based on that emotion around it. And when you do it that way, number one, you catch things a lot quicker. You know, if you wait until the motion gets you, then it might be six months before you make a decision or you realize that you need to make a decision on something. So, hmm. you know, Trevor and a lot of guys talk about, you know, know your KPIs, know your numbers, review them. We review them uh, every month in detail, but we I, I probably look at it every at least once a week just to kind of understand where we're at. And if something's not working, then we're going to talk about it and figure out, you know, maybe making a change on, on what that is. Mm. What's uh, what are a couple of those the most important KPIs? Not all of them, but like what are the ones that you know the big ones you got to look at every week? Yeah, I mean, number of leads coming in, number of contracts written, and then number of deals closed. Those are our three top right there: one, two, and three. Mm. Are you where are you keeping track of those so that you can see like a high level view over the past? month year two years yeah i still keep it on like, like a notepad on the desk <laughs> no. i i keep it on a google spreadsheet still because no. i'm just i'm not ready to turn that over to software just yet i mean we've got a very sophisticated crm but i don't trust it so i it's it's done in google sheets and it's working it works right. fine nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with that, with that. Yeah. no I, i'm just laughing because he doesn't there's never a time you could ever catch this guy where he doesn't know our kpis to the minute i mean i mean there's just yeah. you know if you're if you're running this business and you have to audit it in a month's time or a week's time like you're behind guys like like home buying guys who know our kpis every daily i mean we you know and and we adjust and pivot inside of the month based on those kpis you know we, we've got some sources we've got some some sources where we can kick pick some leads up pick some you know and and we know how to do that quickly to to keep the kpis in fact one thing that's really neat about our company this year we had our, our, our goals meeting this week and you know we decided you mentioned the, which ones are important adam said uh number of leads um number of contracts written and there's another number we we're trying to raise right this this year, and that's our our, our profit per deal. So hmm. our goal as a company is 100 deals a month. Or I'm sorry, well that would be great. That's, that's not necessarily a goal. That'd be a reach. Uh, yeah, uh, 100 leads a month 
20, right, 20 contracts uh, a month and make an average deal profit $20,000. So we've got some swag going out to the company. It's it's 120-20 and everyone's going to see 120-20 all year in our in our company because uh, that's that's the focus. And we, we we didn't hit it. We didn't get close to it next last year. We thought we'd be a little bit closer, and but we're going to do it this year. And it's because we're going to put it in front of everyone. And, and that's something we picked up at Carrot Camp too. We Not everyone has a desk right now or an office. We can't do the fancy uh, core value canvas thing yet. So we're going to do some 120-20 bracelets and and uh, keep our goals in front of everyone this year, including, including Adam and, and, and I. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Whatever works for you. Some people are motivated by big, big, hairy, audacious goals. Some people aren't. But if you know yourself and you know your team and that works, that's exciting. I think it's something yeah. the team can get behind. Yep. Yep. That's cool. Well, uh, guys, we're going to share one tip with you guys. Um, every other week on Behind the Deal, we do a little segment called Tips That Actually Work. Real short and sweet. Something you can do in your marketing, in your business, or on your carrot site uh, just to help bring in more business uh, or make things easier for you. So let me share my screen real quick here. And let's see here. Okay. So this week we have the SEO grader. So I'm in the back end of uh, Adam and Lance's website here. We're looking at a blog post. Don't be afraid of bold colors and fun tile. So I like this. You guys use the content packs with Carrot. You use the automated blog posts and go in and tweak them to help with SEO. And then you guys are also doing your own uh, blog posts. Are you guys designing this stuff? Are you guys having this done on Fiverr? Uh, I think uh, Rachel, who does all our design, does it in Canva, and then she'll she'll export it over. This looks super legit. This looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I'm going off on a tangent here, but um, those guys got their blog post. If you scroll down to the bottom, Carrot has something built in called the SEO Grader tool. So um, we don't have anything plugged in on this blog post, but the SEO Grader is just a really good way to get a high level view of, are you doing the right things for your SEO? It's not meant to be this crazy technical, overly complicated tool, but um, is your title good? Is it the right length? Is your meta description good? Are you doing the right things for social so that if somebody sees this blog post in Dallas and says, Hey, I'm going to show some Facebook are the right things showing up. Um, just a few little things that you can do for SEO. So if you didn't know that was there and you're, you know, you're a current member trying to get your post to rank, check out the SEO greater tool. It's a really good um, kind of gauge guide to show how your posts are doing as far as their ability to rank their potential to rank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Well, guys, I appreciate you hopping on. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for diving into the buyer side and the KPIs. I think there's been a lot of, definitely a lot of gold nuggets in this episode. Anything you want to wrap it with? Yeah, the one, the one thing I will mention that was a little bit different for us on this deal too is we we simultaneously closed this deal. So we technically closed on this on this property, but it was done at the same time that the buyer closed on it. So we didn't actually have to, you know, put out any money. Um, so there is kind of that misconception that, you know, you if, if you're assigning deals, you know, obviously all the parties involved are going to see what you're making and so forth. In this particular case, we didn't care about that, but we, the, uh, the lender for the buyer needed us to own the property. And so they forced us to simultaneous double close this, which for us is not a big deal. We've done it. We've done it a bunch. Um, but just something for, for, 
you know, the people watching out there, don't be afraid to do that and, and know that there are title companies that know how to do that very easily. Um, I can't speak to other states in particular, but I know Texas, you know, obviously it's allowed here and, uh, and we do it and it should not be a big deal. So if you ever get in that situation where, you know, assigning a deal gets hairy or gets tricky and you need to, you need to actually close on it, look at doing that simultaneous close. And, and I'll piggyback on that. I didn't know you were going to mention that, but I, I actually closed a deal today that basically I'd been working for three or four months. We were we weren't the highest bid and I refused to budge on it. Um, and so she came back to me this morning from a new number. I was like, is your offer still stand? And I'm like, I don't know who you are, but yes. And uh, and uh, dude, I literally got my title lady on the phone. And, I, uh, and Adam texted me. He called me and I, I wrote, be right back close, um, uh, on a three way call with title closing this deal. And it was a complete title close, which I don't even know that that exists until today. But my point is, if you're not confident in your title company, get confident, find another one, find other investors, ask them who they're using. Cause I'm not the only one using my title company. In fact, when I'm in there signing paperwork or whatever, I've started name dropping a lot of guys in my space. Uh, Tang uses this lady. A lot of our people use this lady and that's because she understands our business and she gets Hmm. it done. And, And my seller had been dealing with another title company for for two months. And she goes, and she goes, man, I learned more about my transaction on this deal that y'all don't even have in front of you than I've learned in, in, uh, in the whole two months with the previous title company that already has done the title work. And mm-hmm. so uh, if you don't have a good title company, change that, that, that can, that closes deals. And uh, we were able to say, you know what, Mr. Lender on, on this deal, no problem. Our title company do whatever, as long as it's legal, you know, to back ourselves into whatever your product needs it to look like. And so this is a big win. Huge. That's awesome. Maximo uh, watching live. He says, is that what's called transactional lending? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess the answer I, might be no. I. I don't really, that term's not really used that often, but to me, transactional lending is just literally, you know, a construction loan or, you know, even a mortgage. I mean, it's kind of all transactional lending. It's based on the transaction. So I don't really know what that means in in terms of, I don't don't know. I don't, I don't really, that term's not very common. I don't think. Hmm. Um, Well, cool. Um, there's the answer. You can get transactional lending, but you can also use buyer's funds to close the deal. Just reading the comments here. Um, well, awesome, guys. Um, appreciate that tip on the title company. Uh, we, we, also st- just- we started something with that one. <laughs> we got all this feedback. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good. We put out a related to the title company. We put out a blog post or excuse me, well, a podcast and a blog post pretty recently uh, with CC Moreno, a wife of one of our uh, carrot members, Brent cool. Moreno. And she is a, she's an attorney in Mississippi. And so it's a really good juicy podcast episode about uh, tips and what questions wholesalers specifically should be asking their attorney. So you guys have legal questions uh, related to wholesaling real estate specifically uh, check it out. We'll link it up in the comments in the description of this podcast. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for today. If, uh, yeah, make sure to join us every other Thursday. We actually won't be here in two weeks from today. We will be at our cure retreat. I know Trevor's on the beach right now, sipping my ties. Then next week, two weeks we'll be at a retreat. Uh, I promise you we are working hard behind the scenes, uh, but catch us in a few weeks at carrot.com slash deal and join us live. It's been a lot of fun guys. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us.